and boys we're live we're live for episode, episode two which is episode three but episode two which is episode three episode three episode is episode two. two man well so that's a new voice isn't it <laughs> what up what up what up how did you get in our phone call who are uh, you well you know some people call me the uh the master barista uh some people call me the goat in basketball but i like to go by ryan oh hey ryan what's up bro i hey, guess we'll let you stay going? how you doing how's it going yeah how's it going it's going it's going it's going uh, for those of you who may not know, this is uh, the man Ryan Doremus himself, one of my good friends from high school, uh, a person that David Hello. met for the first time four and a half minutes ago. Yes. Ryan Doremus, you handsome son of a bitch. Well, hello. How, yeah. how, how is everything today, guys? I'm a little wired on coffee right now, so if I'm rambling, I'm sorry, but... It's a great you, place to ramble. Possibly you are impossibly rambling. That is true. You know, I can't really <laughs> about that. Yeah, absolutely not. Tell me, tell me, Mr. Doremus, why are you so wired on coffee today? So we uh, got together with the coffee shop, one of the coffee shops I work at, and we had a coffee crawl today. So that's where you, it's basically like a bar crawl, but with coffee. So you bounce between a bunch of different coffee shops and try, you know, an espresso, a macchiato, all sorts of stuff, you know, and, and it's a little harder to do because obviously if you have more espresso than normal, your heart will hate you. So this is uh, true. Yeah, I'm a this little Hey, that's good. That's a vibe though. We like the energy. We support it. And that's actually yeah. pretty fucking cool though. Doing like a, like a coffee crawl. That is really it's cool. great. If you like coffee, it's one of the best ways to find like the really good coffee shops in your area. Yeah. I like that. I like that. David, what did yes. you do today? What, what, what is your day no. consisted of? Uh, my day's consisted of, well, first of all, there was one point in today that I decided uh, that I was going to fight for a sponsorship for us. Oh, I wanted, uh, I wanted this to happen for us really bad. Get that bread, dog. You want to get that bread, dog. So, Scrub Daddy, wherever you are, <laughs> God dang it, I want you. We want you. Um, who? On a real note, I'm gonna I'm gonna to continue me. I'm gonna continue fighting for Scrub Daddy. I will I will push it forward until it happens and it actually manifests because it actually legitimately is a product that I believe in. But also, you know, Scrub Daddy has a fun ass name. So anyway, so tell me what is Scrub Daddy? Tell me what Scrub, Scrub Daddy is. <laughs> Scrub Daddy. I don't know either. They also have Scrub Mommies too, by the way. Oh but, wow, okay. Yeah, good. So <laughs> it is. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they are sponges. They have smiley faces on them, and they're actually fantastic for doing your dishes. They are so. Let's say, let's oh, say. Wait, doing... hold on. Are those the ones that are on Shark Tank? Yo, might be. Hell yeah, they like, might be. I think I feel like Scrub Daddy is the one that's like it. Uh, it's the most grossing. Like it's a, what? Is, what am I trying to say? It's like the it like made that. them the most money. Like it was their best ever deal that they invested in was Scrub Daddy. Yo, that's crazy. I. I... I hope so, because I believe so Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy, absolutely. <laughs> so it is. Uh, uh, they're on TikTok too, and they get some funny videos. But my partner, she is a big fan of them. I've used them, so it's like, let's say you're doing the dishes, and you are—I don't know how to say it—lacking serotonin. Then you get okay. a Scrub Daddy okay. sponge, and then all of a sudden the experience is like it's completely different. 
it's a that way smile better changes time. your life huh? smile changes your life and also you, you can use the smile to clean the spoon handle you can use wow. the eyes to wow. clean your fingers if you have you if you have some dirty fingers and trying to you know figure these things out it's really and then you use the face to clean your soul yes use the face to clean your soul and i like then, it uh uh but anyways scrub daddy is a swat ship that uh we're, we're now fighting for guys so. we are we are um, Scrub Daddy, if you hear this, uh, I'll give you some free coffee. Um, Ryan, my man. I don't have much else to offer, but hey, I could do that for you. Uh, <laughs> sponsor my boys here. Scrub Daddy is on TikTok. We are soon to be on TikTok. Um, but you know where else Scrub Daddy is? Scrub Daddy is on the internet in general. And we happen to be on the internet in general at possiblyrambling.com. So <laughs> if you are working at Scrub Daddy and you are the one who decides, hey, we need to sponsor some people. We need to sponsor some podcasts. Then hit us up uh, on our website. And if you're not Scrub Daddy, we, we don't want you. So don't contact us right now. We're, we're Scrub focused Daddy, on Scrub Daddy only. You know you guys want to sponsor the number seven podcast in all of uh, all of uh, – isn't that what y'all want to be? The number seven best podcast in all of uh, podcasts? Your seventh favorite history. podcast is the goal. Seventh favorite podcast, yeah. Seventh yes. favorite podcast. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Actually, uh, while I'm on that, um, I did get an email from one of our listeners. Uh, he goes by the name of Caleb Mazali. Um, I purposely Ollie. said his name wrong. It's actually Caleb Mosley, <laughs> but he said that we are his ninth favorite podcast right now. So we oh, have a little no. bit of work to do. Y'all got to do some work here. Y'all are, you know what? Y'all are actually my fourth favorite podcast. So y'all need to like also get worse. Lesson, yeah, like like lower my, you know. I think we can do that. Yeah, I think we can do that. I think we can. I think this episode might make it drop down a little bit because I'm here, but hey, you know. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, David? I, I'm absolutely <laughs> thinking what you're thinking, but we'll let that play out naturally. Yeah, a natural, all natural. That is all natural. The, the goal. Um, I'm scared. Uh, also, I know the idea is to make Caleb Mosley like our, our things just a little bit more. But what mm -hmm. if we just made enemies with him? That's also understandable. Yeah, um, honestly, I don't like Caleb either. He's he's kind of whack. As yeah. as one of Caleb's closest friends in life, um, I would love nothing more than to be his enemy. So, Caleb, if you're listening to this, I'm watching you. I'm coming for you. Good. Good. And we will never be your seventh favorite. That never. was a lot. That was a lot. That was really intense. I'm sorry. That, uh... That got really intense really quick. Yeah, David, David yes, what's on yes. your mind right now? What's on my <laughs> mind right now? Honestly, man, I am excited about... Uh, I, I feel teased and bamboozled by Kanye West Don, uh, Donda. I thought Same. I was going to be able to listen to that a little bit sooner. But I am excited because he is doing some weird creative shit that I'm vibing with. Um, yeah, I am so definitely looking forward to the album. Like, Kanye's just a vibe in general. He is, man. He's crazy in the best of ways. You know, in the you, worst of ways. In the worst of ways. Yeah, he's Honestly. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I hate to change this topic so abruptly. We, we, we um, This is what's on my mind. Okay. Okay. Yo, we ready? Yes. Okay. Philosophically speaking. Uh, oh, oh goodness oh goodness <laughs> do i do i hit up ryan or kobe first ryan oh, ryan i'm putting yes. you on the spot oh, man just okay? a heads up just a heads up um i ordered wingstop in the middle of this podcast so 
it nice. is getting here soon. Um, Good. Just Good. wanted to let y'all know that if I get up abruptly, it's because one is approaching with my order. Well, I want you to know the level of importance I have for this podcast. Uh, Canes is currently sitting untouched on my uh, on my side table right now, and I'm not eating it. I'm eating it after this podcast. So if that makes you guys feel any better, I uh, admire your courage. I prioritize you guys over Canes, and that's a pretty big commitment. Man, I'm not going to lie. I definitely ate food before the podcast, like right before. And, and Ryan, you're more committed than we are. Yeah. yeah quite, quite frankly, I think you're more committed than us because like, I could have waited, but I chose not to. Um, but alas, um, alas, we are proud of you, Ryan. Thank you for doing that. Thanks. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Um, oh, yes, yes. David, philosophically, what's on Philosophically, your mind? let's say you're taking a shit. Say you're taking a shit. And... I'm currently in the bathroom right now, so this fits. Good, good. So you're taking a shit. Um, and act it out however you need to. Get into the headspace you gotta be in. Figure out mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. where you're at. Okay. <clears throat> now. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Good, good. Uh, so now you better wipe your ass. Right. How do you How do you do it? We have had this conversation before. <laughs> I've had this conversation with both of you at one point before. Are you standing up? Are you sitting down? Because I learned online that 50% of people stand up and 50% of people sit down. And This I, is a, contrary. Stand. I, I, okay. I'm a sitter. I'm a sitter. Yeah. If you don't sit, you're a psycho. So, <laughs> don't, don't tell me. Don't. So, David, I just met you. Please, don't. I know Ryan, and I'm sorry to no. bring this up so abruptly, no. so quickly. So here's here's what happened. I uh, I was at uh, my house hosted a Christmas in July party. I'm gonna uh-huh. set the scene. A Christmas in July party. Me and my partner, we went in. We set up. Uh, we all, we were all costume out. She was Mr. Claus. I was Mrs. Claus. We were country versions of them. It was great. Nice. nice. And then uh, at one point, I um, got brutally intoxicated. Okay. Um, sure. Fair. Really early. And uh, and then I started throwing up. Naturally, okay. she starts taking care of me. Really sweet. You know? Really good time. Because I'm throwing Sounds up like in the a toilet. She, she is a great person. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and then... In my drunk escapade, I started taking a shit just in front of her. Started taking a shit in front of her. Just, I mean, on a toilet, but started taking a shit. And then I stood up. And then she's like, yo, what are you doing? You got to, you got to, you got to wipe, you got to wipe your ass. But I was oh, no. going to because I wiped my ass standing because up. Because you're a stander. Because I'm a because stander, a damn it. Stander. And I'm fighting for that. And then anyways, and then so afterwards I show her. I show her my asshole to prove that it's clean because I'm drunk. And it, sure enough, it was, which is a, it's a lot, I understand. But I did. So me and her have that now. Okay. Uh, All right, David, uh, here's the thing. Yes. I want you to walk me through why you're pro standing. Pro standing, it's because it's who I am, damn it. So here's, here's, here's what we had to end up figuring out, man. But, but your cheeks, when you stand, come together. Oh, that's what you think. That's what you think. Oh, are you that's a why you do a little... is what, it, what you're you telling me. You mastered the control of the gluteus maximus. No, what you do, oh. what you do is you stand up, and you okay. move your you move your 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 leg shoulder width apart. 
and then now you're in a perfect position. I, I have 100% success rate. I'm confident. Um, no, I believe you. I believe you. Here's my thing. Yes. Here's my thing. Yes. It seems like extra work for no reason. And I say that because when I'm sitting down, my legs are already like spread apart. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you standing, standing, I feel like it just adds that extra step that I don't, so, I, I've never needed. No, that's fair. Um, and I, I understand, I understand your, your, uh, your prospects and how this is going. Cause, uh, let me tell you why I stand. So we had to figure yep. out. So the next day, you know, my partner, she's like, yo, this is whack, you know? And I'm like, all right. And then, so I call my mother naturally. And I'm like, mom, how the hell do you wipe your ass? <laughs> and she does it sitting down. Naturally, yes, and then, course. and then I'm like, mom, why am I this way? Cause I'm in the middle of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, she's like, well, at a certain age, I stopped going to the restroom with you and your older brother because you know different genders i didn't want to invade in your privacy i don't know i was uncomfortable with that and i'm like all right cool so she's like i think your brother does it though like he's the one who taught you to wipe, wipe your ass and so this whole time i'm talking to people in my life and i'm like how do y'all do this everyone sits down everyone sits down and i'm like damn it i guess i'm contrarian then i then we talk brother. to my brother and i'm like hey we, we put him on speakerphone how do you wipe your ass he's like standing up and then we just start fucking laughing because we realized that a six-year-old taught a third a three three-year-old how to wipe his ass and now all of a sudden this is how well, i've done it my whole him. life so it's your brother's fault it it's my brother's geniusness i would say i want to say fault i feel like that's a negative connotation and how we're doing it it's your brother's doing we'll say doing to keep it very neutral yeah, we'll geniusness yeah absolutely doing yes genius so who is taught it your too late to back out of this podcast i'm feeling <laughs> 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 so I just wanted to, I guess, get in, get into that headspace a little bit. But okay. y'all both, okay. y'all both are sitters. Y'all are, y'all are followers. I get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, okay. I, I don't know okay. if I'm a follower. I, I think I really paved my own path. It just happened to be a similar path to others. A similar um, path to others, right? You're going down the, as I'm walking an un, an unpaved path. Y'all are going down where everyone else thing. goes. Here's yeah. the thing. Would it be more of a following action to change how I do it now? After hearing uh, you, I think it's about understanding the truth. Understanding, it's about understanding the way. your personal preferences. Personal I preferences think, is a I way to look at this, I guess. But I'd say, <laughs> I'd say at a certain point, you know, at a certain point, I don't know. You get, you have to fight for greatness, and that's, and that's, uh, that's what I have to do at this point, guys. You know, I respect it. I respect I your differences. <laughs> you know, I, I respect your, yeah, your solidarity in it. Good. I don't Thank want you. to see your dirty butt cheeks, but hey, it's okay. Oh, they're not dirty. Okay. Oh, they're not. They okay. are. They are. <laughs> oh, all right. All uh, right. So, well, so, Ryan, glad, uh, glad I got to meet you 20 minutes ago. You know, yeah. Since Great. since we're uh, we're we've we've respected greatness, let's let's change topics a little bit here. Oh, sure, um, greatness. And my apartment just made a weird noise. That was odd. Um, Ryan. Doremus himself. Yes. What hello. makes you what makes you want to start a podcast? What makes me want to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, I that mean was, that was a good answer. That was a good I mean, answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. I think uh eventually I'd like to start a podcast. Like uh talking about coffee or different things like that. I feel like I like to talk. I like to communicate my ideas to people. 
And I feel like if I could connect people closer to what I love and show them why I love it and get them to love it as well, I think that's a great, uh, a great, uh, great thing for the world. So I'm going to be honest with you, Ryan. We lost you for a second. We did lose you for a second. What happened? What happened? Um, you got really Mr. Krabs from that robotic episode of SpongeBob on us for a second. It's um, probably internet issues, but it's okay. Oh, I guarantee it. We got the gist of it, I think. And you've said that you want to start a podcast because you like sharing the things like coffee and stuff like that, that you're, that you have such a passion for. And you love the idea of sharing that with others and creating new things passion. that I'm passionate about. And I, I just want to share that with the world and make them love it and show them why I love it so they can love it as well. You know? Yeah. No, gotcha. that's beautiful. Gotcha. For the record, I know that you're not trying to start a podcast. Um, that's just the question that David asked me on our first episode. And I thought, you know, why not ask it for our first guest? Yeah, right. I mean, I didn't have any intentions to start a podcast, but you guys hyping me up. Maybe maybe it's in the future. No, do it, Ryan. The world's, the world's yours. But if you get a sponsorship from Scrub Daddy before us, I'm pissed. Uh, <laughs> we will absolutely tear your podcast to the ground. Yeah, we'll, we, we will Scrub then Daddy become first. rivals, and we will we will find a way to end you. But nice. Scrub Daddy, once again, if you want to realize how loyal we actually are to you, this is the things that we're willing to do for a sponsorship from you. Scrub Daddy, thank you. Anyways, go ahead. Continue. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll kind of keep that same theme going. Um, I know that you're, you know, you're really big in like the coffee space and things like that. You're, you know, yep. trying to work towards opening up your own shop, things like that. Of course, of course. Tell me, aside from just like a general like of the taste of coffee, because there's a lot of people that like coffee in the world. What kind of like separated it to where you realize that hey, this is the passion that I actually like want to try to pursue. Man, I really just uh, think coffee is beautiful. Uh, specialty coffee is a lot different than, you know, your normal Starbucks cup of coffee. Uh, just being able to, like, see the art of coffee, like, where it's been ha- – like, if you really look and see how uh, coffee is grown, right, it has to be grown in a specific, like, very, very, like uh, – there's no room for error, really, in, in, like, really good specialty coffee and seeing how these farmers can – take that cherry and wash it in certain ways, roast it in certain ways and have it taste completely different depending on the region, depending on the wash, depending on anything like that. It's mind blowing. It's to say the least, it's the same reason, you know, a lot of people are in wine or beer or anything like that. And, and I think, uh, if you don't like coffee, I truly believe it's because you haven't had a really, really good cup of coffee. That's fair. That's interesting. That's beautiful, man. I I enjoy your um, I enjoy like your passion for it because you know I don't know I think that's what makes kind of good good businesses thrive or become authentic or good stuff like that. Like let me word what I'm trying to say. I think it's cool when you when people have the ability to make their passion their profession as well. Yeah, so, I, I, I really hope that really. That. I agree with that. And you can kind of, kind of, kind of tell, you know, because I don't know if, if you've been to like, I mean, whether it's a coffee place or a restaurant or whatever, and you can tell that the people there, like the, like the original cook is there or whatever it is, yeah, it just feels like it tastes better or people that just believe in what they're doing, whether it is the, um, yeah. you, know, you know, making the coffee or making the, the, whether it's a brewery or, right, a right. or whatever it is, it's cool to kind of dive more into the craft of it. I know that's beautiful. Yeah. Instead of it just being like a drink that wakes you up in the morning. Exactly. And I think, I think that's 
you know, uh, I could say the majority of people get coffee to wake up, right? Most of these people, right. most of the drinks we're selling are, you know, vanilla lattes or something like really, or just drip coffee, you know, nothing, nothing special. And it's just normally to wake up. Right. But, uh, I really, really think that if you had, if I had two days to sit with you and taste coffee, that by the end of that two days, you would learn to appreciate it and learn to love. I would find a cup of coffee or a bean or a specific region or whatever that you would find taste and go, wow, this is really good. Right. You have like, you know, dark, deep, chocolatey cherry notes in these El Salvador, these South, South American regions. And then you flip the script and go to Africa and Ethiopia. And, and you have these tea, like, like sweet tangerine and floral notes. And it's just crazy how different these coffees are. Right. I, I tried a coffee the other day. This coffee bean was extinct and Onyx coffee labs worked with a grower and brought that bean back. Right. And tasting that bean, you would have never guessed that was coffee tasted like lemon drops. It was incredible. And, and like knowing that, there aren't a lot of people or not that there, are, but the majority of the people who drink coffee don't realize that. Right. They just think coffee tastes like coffee. Right. They won't be able to pick out these notes. And uh, it, it just makes me want to share that with everybody even more and uh, bring them into my world and show them why I truly enjoy coffee. Man, that man, is. that was, that was like motivational was moving. So I guess I have a question that kind of goes along with that and I can yeah. see, see if you, you can, you can expand a little bit or if you can kind of catch my drift. Sure. Bit. So, um, Oh, what am I saying here? So would you look at coffee and it's kind of, you know, it's potential and all, all the different cultural things it could do and all the different flavors you can have and all that more from like a, like a chef's perspective, like a foodie perspective, or yeah. do you think it has a lot more, um, or I guess what's some misconceptions about coffee or some things that we might not know the average, just, I don't know. The average Joe. <laughs> the average Joe. <laughs> uh, you know, a big, big misconception is, uh, which I don't know, people are starting to realize it now, but Starbucks isn't good, right? Like if you go to Starbucks and you enjoy Starbucks, that's great. But I guarantee you, if you try legit, like specialty coffee shop, you will be blown away by the difference in taste in that coffee right and so a lot of people the the common misconception with a lot of people is oh all coffee tastes the same right i don't like i like cream in my coffee right that's very as a very vague statement to hear from somebody who walks in the coffee shop and goes i like cream in my coffee i'm like well uh you haven't had a very sweet fruity ethiopian right uh you have just had like traditional drip coffee that's like darker notes, cherry, you know, raisin, whatever, these darker fruits. And so that kind of coffee, you might like cream in it. But when you try this tea-like coffee, you might realize, oh, wait, this is actually really good without cream or sugar or whatever else, right? And so there's a lot of common misconceptions in coffee, but uh, it takes it takes a while to like kind of open your palate up and, and, and try all these coffees and really find which one you truly, truly enjoy. I like that a lot. And I think kind of like, I guess kind of expanding on that idea, because uh, you mentioned, you know, like, you know, Starbucks is obviously extremely popular, like in America, and right. a lot of people love it. I there's drinks that I love at Scar Starbucks, Starbucks you know? tea is really um, good. Let me let me rephrase that Starbucks has some good teas, the way that the, the, the tea people, whatever company that they're working with is actually really good. 
but go ahead. Well, and, and I think it's really interesting. I think, you know, I think like a place like that, I think, you know, it has its place in culture. Right. Um, but I think what you said is important as far as like people expanding kind of what they try. Cause right. you know, sure. If somebody wants to, you know, if somebody's like, Hey, I want to like try to, you know, I want to try a new coffee drink yeah. and they go and they try, you know, these thousands of, I mean, that's probably unrealistic, but to say they try like hundreds of coffees. Right. And they say, Hey, I like this a lot, but I want to, you know, I want to like go get like a Frappuccino from Starbucks or something. I think that's completely fair. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I think, you know, having that opportunity for people to really expand is, is really an interesting thing. And I, I like the way you worded that, you know, in the sense, and I think you know, the like, biggest, just point, trying new things. Yeah. The biggest gripe I have with Starbucks, honestly, is that it's, it's, uh, so there's nothing wrong with enjoying Starbucks. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a sweet drink from Starbucks, whatever, right? But calling that good coffee is where I have the gripe, right? So a lot of people will try a, a regular black drip coffee from Starbucks and not enjoy it, right? And think, oh, I just don't like coffee. But that's the misconception that I'm trying to say, well, maybe you do like coffee. Maybe you just haven't tried the right coffee. And uh, I would like to, you know, kind of break that, break that shell, break that mold a little bit and uh, dive deeper into, you know, exploring everybody's palates and what they enjoy. I got you. I got you. No, that's so good, though, because um, what is it like, especially the way you made it sound had, like there was one tea that tasted like a lemon drop. And if you don't like the traditional I guess like coffee flavor that everyone would, you know, that like some people may, you know, know to be a standard, like let's say just the average drip coffee from Starbucks yeah. or whatever. And, uh, and you're like, like, maybe you don't like that taste. Maybe you like the more the Ethiopian taste, the more fruitier taste, the more floral taste, the more, I guess, candy taste, like in lemon drop, whatever. And I didn't even know that kind of flavors exist. Right. It but blows my mind. I don't know. It, it blows my mind. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Cause I never uh, appreciated it from the same like perspective as like a chef or same perspective as just you know and i mean there's so much culture to it too because we're talking about ethiopia we're talking about we're talking about the extinction of a bean we're talking about um you know and we, we haven't even gotten into you know like south america and different things yeah, like that man it's 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 cool because uh you you talk get like we're talking about these different cultures and stuff and you you uh there's a really good coffee shop here called Tenfold, and I've really gotten to know the owner. And uh, this guy, he spends four months out of the year going and uh, going to these farms where he's getting his coffee. Like he'll go to Ethiopia, he'll go to uh, Rwanda, he'll go all over the world basically to these farms. And so doing a cupping with him, trying these different coffees and him being able to say, yeah, this is actually a mother and daughter team who are the only people working on growing this coffee and farming it and washing it and sending it over. It's really cool. And you get that like personal connection with coffee. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. And it's actually very like eye opening to see like, wow, it's a cultural like shock in a way seeing that it's not mass produced like you would think it is. Right. It's, it's like a mother and daughter a lot of times or a, a small family or it's like a group of like 10 guys who are best friends. It's, it, it's pretty cool actually. That is, that is really amazing. And I think that that really speaks on like kind of our human ability to find connection with others. Um, I was actually having a conversation with a friend the other day about like, you know, just 
how human beings connect and, you know, the way they find connections, whether it's through relationships, whether it's through objects, right. whether through experiences. And I think, you know, it's kind of cool that you think, hey, I'm going to go to this coffee shop and I'm going to like, you know, just get a cup of coffee. And then like, you don't realize that that's a connection you have with someone on the other side of the world, like with a family on the other side of the world. Right. And you're kind of like being able to experience the stuff that they've produced. It, it, that's a really cool concept. It's amazing, man. In, and it also kind of goes into like consumerism in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it goes into the uh, um, aspect of, okay, this stuff is mass produced by a big company that you do or you don't like how they handle things or whatever. Or it's also like, well, if you kind of have the more per like personal thing and you're like, I'm supporting a small business, I'm supporting a mother and a, you know, and a daughter, I'm supporting right. these 10 guys, I'm supporting this. And, or, and also creates a more authenticity to it. Right. But yeah. It I, makes you I want don't buy that coffee even more. Right. And I don't even know how, you know, how much genetic modification goes into um, some of these more like mainstream coffees and stuff, but like knowing how something's roasted or how something is produced or whatever. I don't know. That's interesting. That That's really kind of, that's kind of, it's opening my eyes a little bit to this, to this industry a little bit. Yeah, for sure, man. It's, it's an, it's incredible seeing like some of the stuff that people do with, uh, with coffee. Uh, and, and there's so many different things to be passionate about in coffee too. Like I've, I've delved into latte art, uh, as of like this year. And it's, it's awesome being able to like present this cup of coffee to the customer that looks beautiful and makes them go, wow, it's so pretty. Wow. So cool. Whatever. Right. And it's, it's just really cool to be able to practice that and manipulate the milk in the way that makes it makes the latte art. And that's, it's super cool. There's competitions, there's everything you can think of with coffee. It's beautiful. That's awesome. That's really awesome. And I, so I don't know if I've talked to, to you about this before, Ryan, um, but so me and David, uh, we took a, like a lot of performance art classes in college. Yeah. And I remember specifically kind of like the first, so we, like the first class we took together was a performance class, but it wasn't like that huge in the sense that we didn't really know what we were doing. But then the first one that we actually knew what we were doing, um, if we ever did, <laughs> um, <laughs> David's solo performance at the end of the year was fascinating to me because he took on this concept of everything is art. And if you looked at it from a perspective of like, I'm just going to watch this and I'm not going to like try to find meaning. I'm just going to watch it, watch this presentation, watch this performance and see what's happening. You would have no idea what's happening because I think there were people doing lightsaber fights. There's people jumping over boxes. I'm pretty sure you might've had someone doing a handstand. I don't remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it was like all this crazy stuff going on. Um, but the idea was that everything up there was its own individual art form in some way. Um, and I thought that was kind of like a, I really love the concept that David pushed through with that. And I think you kind of hit on that as well in just coffee. Cause like you said, a lot of people think coffee, they think, Oh, it's just the morning drink that wakes me up kind of thing. Um, but you can find art forms in everything and you can find ways to push creativity through everything. That's so, gorgeous. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, I, I was going to say, say too, cause it is, it is interesting when like looking at that, at those kind of things really um it's uh it's cool to see how different people are like how their mind gets sparked with certain things or like obviously you and i we've talked about like sports a lot on here or we've talked about you know music a lot on here or we've talked about you know um 
pop culture just in general, whether it's just like cinema or directors and stuff or performance art and all of that, which is a little bit more meta concept, but doing all those things. And honestly, me not having, you know, I'm not an everyday coffee drinker, not an individual that, I mean, like I enjoy coffee and, you know, when I feel like I need it, I'll get it, you know, but I have dove in, dove into it. And to see Ryan, your, your passion just kind of be so well articulated and so well thought out and so, um, uh, revolved around culture, revolved around like the art of it. Not even just the art of creating it, but the art of, of literally like, of like latte art, you know, like you were saying, I don't know, it's really cool. And it's, uh, it's, this is why we, we try to do these kind of things. And this is why we want to do these kind of, kind of, kind of things. It's cool to see what sparks people's minds and inspires them. So thank you for that. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, just a heads up, uh, slight technical difficulties. We're going to keep the show rolling. Uh, Ryan's recording with his AirPods, and so they died. So he's getting no. everything set up for that. No. Uh, <laughs> no, you missed my whole tangent. No. So, good, 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 good. Um, so, improv um, skills are coming into play. Oh, that's no, Rick. We're good. We're vibing. So, yeah. Uh, let's. Man, that was really that was a really in depth conversation. I like that. You know, even though he didn't hear that last part, we we were getting spicy there. Okay, Colby, I have to say, uh, I I did hear the speech, and and I I appreciate that you appreciate the art of coffee, and I heard that you said you uh, somewhere in that speech you were talking about how you're not a you know like coffee lover per se. You just drink it to wake up, uh, but but uh. I think I would that was love David, to. not me. But yes. Sorry, sorry. I said Colby. I meant David. I'm sorry. Oh, my man. Um, I, I, I would love for you to take a visit to Houston at some point. I can get you into the coffee scene and have you try some of these coffees that I'm talking about to maybe, uh, you know, widen your palate and help you enjoy it. Absolutely, man. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I go to, go to Houston pretty pretty frequently because my, uh, my partner, her, her family lives over there. So I'm actually, wow, okay. I, was, I was there last weekend. Nice. Well, yeah. you know, I'll have a. Uh, you you gotta let me know next time you're in, and I'll uh, yeah, introduce absolutely, you some good bro. coffee. Yeah, hell yeah. I like good that. vibes. I know. Uh, whenever I went down to visit Ryan uh, a few months ago, he took me to this place. Um, they have two locations, and they have one in Sugarland, and I don't know where the other one was at that we went to. It was just um, North Houston, basically. Gotcha. Heights. Uh, well, this place called Blendon, and I Beautiful. actually got this uh i tried two two different coffees there because i'm a big fan of cortados uh and for those of you who don't know what it is it's just like half espresso half espresso half steamed milk usually like two ounces two ounces um and i tried this one coffee that's like a it's from china and amazing uh, washed coffee yes, it's that. very well i just had it today actually well and the the guy was explaining to me he's like yeah this one's like really fruity and stuff like that He's like, it's kind of strawberry. And I was like, okay, it's, you know, it's coffee. I've had coffee or whatever. But I tried the Cortado, David. And when I tell you it tasted like strawberry milk, I mean <laughs> that it tasted like strawberry milk and it blew my mind. It's yeah, incredible, man. Fantastic. That, that, that coffee truly is one of the best coffees I've ever. So they have two of them. You had the washed and I really enjoy the double natural. And all that I'm saying when I'm saying these foreign words is the way that they, basically wash the so coffee is a fruit right it's a cherry and the way they wash the rind off the coffee right there's all gotcha. these different processes where you don't need to know everything about it but it 
causes the flavor to be different, right? The double natural on espresso, though, the same coffee bean, coffee plant. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Absolutely wow. mind-blowing. Super fruity. Super balanced. All over. Super sweet. I love it, man. It's incredible. Blendin does a really good job. They are one of those coffee shops that you can try coffee from all over the world in one sitting if you wanted to. It's, it's, it's great. I like that. I like that. It's amazing. Well, I think we've had quite a bit of coffee conversation, and I think this is a good time to transition into one of our most beloved segments that are reoccurring. Let's go. And I call it, or we call it, overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Yes, sir. David, Ryan, are you I've ready? I've been waiting for yes. this one. All right. Let's start it off relatively easy, relatively easy. Overrated, underrated, properly rated, properly rated seltzers. Like uh, alcoholic under, seltzers. Underrated. Go. Underrated by far. Interesting. <sighs> Why? Okay. Uh, I'd like to retract my statement and say properly rated because I thought you were just talking about, in general, just seltzer water, not alcohol. Mm. I think gotcha. alcohol is properly rated. Maybe even a little overrated, but if you're talking about just a run-of-the-mill Topo Chico, oh, you can't go wrong with it. Gotcha, gotcha. David, what are your thoughts? I think that if we're, regard- if we're regarding it as alcohol, I think it's overrated. Uh, I think that, uh, I don't know, they really took like the world by storm the last like three, four years, it feels like. It feels like everybody yeah, has crazy. to have them, you know, but I guess that might make them properly rated, but because I don't actually prefer them. I, uh, I I think they're overrated, but um, if we're talking about that. like Topo Chicos and stuff, yeah, properly Ooh, rated. That shit. That's, see, that's, just... that's what I thought he was going for was just a, like a you know just a sparkling water, and I was about to say more people need to drink sparkling water. The health benefits, it's incredible. It tastes great. Oh, come on, come see, on. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I I'm gonna throw this out there. I love Topo Chico. Let me, start, let me start with that. Don't say Topo it. Chico regular Don't is like it. incredible. Topo Chico limes okay for me. I have not tried the grapefruit. I really want grapefruit's to. Grapefruit's really good. Um, I do not like LaCroix very much. Oh, okay. Whew. You scared me for a minute, Colby. thought you were about to say LaCroix better than Topo Chico. I was about to call Chance in this call and roast him. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend named Chance that uh, he just constantly talks about LaCroix and how much he loves them. He, he just calls them his bubblies. So we playing like Xbox or something. He's like, got to get a bubbly. And he'll just get up for like two seconds, come back, and he's just burping for the next 15 minutes. Drinking a LaCroix. Son of a bitch. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. We ready for the next one? I'm ready. I think we are. Thought about this one. Overrated, underrated, popularly rated. And uh, Nicholas Cage. <sighs> That's a hard one. Colby, I'm going to uh, let you go first. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go underrated. Okay. Um, okay. Interesting. I think, and I think the reason that he's underrated is because of a scene from or a series of events from an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. And I don't know if you've seen this one, uh, David, because I know you watch the show sometimes. Ryan, I don't know if you watch the show or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, detective Jake Peralta is in a safe house with um, his captain's husband, Kevin. And basically Jake Peralta is a huge Nicolas Cage fan. He's like showing him all these movies. And Kevin is like a very like artsy, like he's a professor. He's like an artsy guy, not into it at all. 
he's more of like a let me drink my fine wines whereas jake's like you know let me just go to a bar kind of thing right mm -hmm. well um so they're doing all that and he's showing him like the most popular movies from nick cage but he ends up not even showing him like his oscar nomination movie and i think nicholas cage is underrated for the fact that people like him because of like his because of movies like uh Oh, what's the – it's not National Geographic. That's not the name. National Treasure? National Treasure. I don't know why I thought National Geographic. <laughs> um, <laughs> National but I think, you know, Ge people think of movies like that and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think people really sleep on his actual acting skills. You know what? I, I can respect it. I don't watch enough movies to, like, really have an opinion on that. Um, I don't think he's the best actor of all time. But I think for what he does, I can I can respect the underrated. Gotcha, gotcha. Man. David, what are your thoughts? Man, Nick Cage pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, you can respect not, that too. I'm not going to lie. But he, uh, so my, my older brother loves this guy. And it's because he's super, like, because he, he, he does a lot of cheesy movies, but he does the cheesy movies the way they're supposed to be done. So he's like, he did well in Ghost Rider, which is kind of a meme, you know. He, he was in a... There's a movie that came out, let me see, 2018 called Mandy. It's a horror film. And apparently it is just like, it's phenomenal. I haven't seen it, but uh, he's kind of really gone down like an indie movie kind of route. And uh, and so I hate to say it. I think he's becoming underrated, but but damn it, does he piss me off. <laughs> is it so <laughs> I, just, love, I love your takes on movies and like actors. I really do. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it. So, so someone who I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think they're kind of viewed in a similar light, but kind of like opposites where people did not appreciate them as much at first. And now they're kind of going more, more mainstream. Okay. Whereas the other way it was Nick Cage was like more mainstream is kind of going more indie now. Who do you, who do you favor more Nicholas Cage or Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, but this is, you know, um, I think I think I'm conflicted with Shia LaBeouf because I think he got accused of some of some unfortunate things, of, of some terrible yeah. things, and so so if if that stuff is if that stuff is true, I'm out on him. But uh, gotcha, um, I can agree with that. But I did, not, I did not know about that for the record. Um, how fair? But the the acting skill, like I I can watch a Shia LaBeouf movie in the past, you know, and appreciate his skills no, he's talented. And his yeah, he's a very very talented actor. Sucks what you know happened, um, and I can't really respect him for that. But you know, interesting, interesting. All right, Ryan, hit us with an overrated, underrated, or properly rated on the spot. No thoughts. Just I got go. one. I got one. Uh, it's very basic. But overrated or underweight, underrated, Drake. Ooh, that's a good one, David. I'll let you take lead on this one. I am a I am a big fan of this man, Drake. Mm. So I will say I will say properly rated because I think he, okay. uh, uh, like, I don't know. I don't think anyone listens to Drake to like feel deep. I mean, they they have some songs, some moments and stuff, but he's he's just. He's fun, you know what I mean? He's fun. Oh, yeah. Um obviously there's some old, you know, more beam stuff like Marvin's room and all that, right? But like yeah. but uh uh man, he's just prime time, you know, he's prime time and he's you know, he sells and when he comes out with stuff, people listen to it. And uh I don't know. I think I think he's fun for the industry. I, I don't yeah. know 
you know, and I think he's not as, I would say, I don't think he's as creative as, you know, a Kanye or, or as poetic as a Lamar or J. Cole, but I do think that he's, he's, I mean, he sells out stadiums, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah. I think uh, Drake is either properly rated or even underrated. This man, anytime he drops a song, it's a hit. And yeah. I think people sleep on that all the time. You know, he gets a lot of flack for being whatever, you know, having a, I don't even know, being a, I don't know. He's been in a lot of drama in the past, but hey, this man's freaking incredible. Like he, he does what he does and he does it really well. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think nowadays Drake is more properly rated because people respect and kind of understand where his place like in, in rap is for sure. Um, I think in the past he was underrated. Oh yeah. Um, I I think because I think I don't know. Like people people tried to like compare him to like a Wayne for a little bit or something like that, you know. And like I I feel like Drake's place is not to be like you mentioned David. Like he's not going to be a J Cole. He's not going to be a Kendrick. I don't think that's his place. But I think people are recognizing that that's not his place. But at sure. the same time, I think he has this ability with like just his ability to sell songs and i mean the man is talented don't get me wrong like the man's quality he's got incredible flows um and i think he has an ability to kind of take over and more or less kind of save some songs um like there's been songs that i've listened to in the past that weren't like i was i I don't think were as incredible without like a drake feature on it um and so i think you know i think he's i think people are understanding that a little bit more um so i think he's more properly rated these days do you want to say something to that though? So whenever I did say that he wasn't, uh, he wasn't as like poetic as you know Lamar Cole, or wasn't as um, uh, I forget my uh, my other example I used, or as artistic as as Ye, I still think he he he's in that category of greatness. I just think it's it's a it's perceived a little bit differently, a little bit differently from like an artistic perspective. I got you. I got you. All right. All right. Um, Time for a word from our sponsors. Oh, Scrub Daddy. Uh, this is where is, he would be at. <laughs> this is where he would be at. Scrub Daddy, please. Scrub Daddy. Please don't just make this a meme. Let's do let's do this. Scrub Daddy, you are the world's number one favorite sponge with potential to be on the seventh favorite podcast. Right. And I feel like that's an opportunity that cannot be passed up lightly. Um, and for the record, I did not know about this uh, this sponsorship that we're seeking before this episode. Um, but I am a hundred percent in. Um, good, good. And uh, yeah, David Colby, I've got a question. Okay. So if you uh, can remember the episode zero, um, y'all talked a lot about basketball, and uh, <clears throat> I seem to recall that you you brought up a lot of great great basketball players. You know, LeBron James, Steph Curry, uh, Jordan. You know, some of the greats. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one particular person, the legend himself, Mamba, R.I.P. King, that wasn't mentioned. Who? And I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, hey, I'm I'm lost too. You said you said you said Mamba. I'm sorry, what? You did? Are you meaning? Are you meaning? What? What's his name? I'm that sorry, wasn't what? magic. That wasn't magic nickname, right? Oh no! I'm about to leave. This, this oh man! So we're talking about yeah, Kobe, number 
freaking 24 Bryant, homie. Hope yeah, yeah. who is on his – what did he – he played basketball, you said? <sighs> it's taking a lot out of me to be here <laughs> and not exit out of the podcast. <laughs> My yeah, favorite player, David. David, we can we can we can give it a rest, Ryan. I want you to know <laughs> that before you joined the call, before you joined the call, <laughs> me and David had a conversation that if you brought up Kobe, we're going to pretend he doesn't exist. Oh my god, I would have. Oh, I was about to scream. <laughs> I was about to cry. No, uh, but why didn't y'all bring up Kobe? Huh? You know, I don't know. I guess I guess it didn't come up in the conversations we were having because I think we were talking about the, like the best at each position, right? I believe was, wasn't that right. one of the conversations? Right. And and no, I mean no, 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 no offense. He's probably the second best at his position. Hmm. Interesting I, take. Interesting take. I think I think I think Jordan, you know, uh, is better than him. You know, sure. I can respect it. I think Jordan's a great, one of the greats, and he's probably number one. But. It, there is no denying that Kobe was one. It, it probably the best scorer in all of basketball. Homie could not be guarded. There is oh, not no, a phenomenal. single person on the court that could not could could guard this man, especially in his Mamba mentality moments. Oh my God! Watching his highlights when he flips that switch, it's it's mind blowing. And uh, you know, I just felt like I had to had to give him a you know spotlight on this podcast no i appreciate it well you mentioned you mentioned the whole mamba mentality thing and i think that's really like the biggest thing with kobe is that man worked harder than every single other person on the court by far and i you know it's just and, and it showed in other aspects of his life even when he left basketball yep. like he he just he did so well in life because he he worked for it and uh you know. I just, you know, I, I can agree with you that there are better players than Kobe, right? Uh, you can argue that LeBron is better in his certain ways. You can argue that Jordan's better, and I, I won't argue against that. But I, I think, think the Brian's reason I like honest. him, I think the reason I like him so much is that Mamba mentality and how I, I try to bring that into everything that I do. You know, as as crazy as that sounds, but like it, it's it's such such a good like like way of thinking when you're doing certain tasks, when you're achieving your goals, just having that like, but batten down the hatches and just get to work and grind like that is just incredible to me. And like that focus that he has just inspires me every day. Oh yeah. And it, it's, it's in, it's, um, I mean, it changed the sport, you know, and, oh, and, it, and it changed how people like, like, like I said, it's crazy how much it can, uh, it goes into the, you know, let's, legendary status of him so yeah. i know we i know we kind of like to meme on him a li- little bit in this you know with this from what, what what we did it hurt doing that by the way i hope you it hurt doing that <laughs> yeah, but it, it was really it, 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 it was good to commit to it but um uh um now i do have to say this though because because you know it is cool that he's he's even inspiring you and you're, you're in a completely different business he's inspired current nba players he inspires different athletes he yeah. inspires people that are just trying to do what they're doing now, do you think that there is? Because uh, I, I heard kind of a contrarian uh, statement about him on a. I, I'm I'm a big fan of the Dak Shepherd podcast, and they sure. were talking to Tim Grover, who was who trained Michael Jordan and trained. I've Kobe read his Bryant. book. I, I it's an incredible book, by the way. Really good. Yes. I, I'm a, Relentless. I, I I read it on. I recommend the audiobook version. Um, oh, that's dope. It is. Wonderful. That's good to hear. Um, um, so yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, you're good, man. So. I guess, do you think there is, 
a do you think um that the price of greatness is always what you put in i guess do you think it's um oh let me worry what i'm trying trying to say do you think it's always worth it to be one track minded like that with mama mentality and do you think it takes away from other parts of your life i think if you want to achieve something great you have to sacrifice a lot of things in life right uh Mm. i've learned to realize that through mentorships through whatever um i uh i you know quit a very i I guess like safe job i was a medic for three years before i started in coffee and um i quit that very safe job to just focus on it and be a barista you know it sounds ridiculous to my parents sounds ridiculous to anybody else but i had that mindset i had that one track mind of I'm going to fucking do this. Sorry. Can I, I don't know if I can cuss on this. I guessed a couple of times. I think you're good, bro. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to do this, you know, like this is what I want to do. I have a passion. I have a, I have a mindset, a goal of whatever, bro. And, and, and I just want to do anything I can to achieve that. Right. So I started working as a barista. I got a barista job. I got another barista job. I got another barista job, was able to quit my EMT job. And in two months of working at this certain coffee shop, I was promoted to manager. Like, when you set your mind down and put put in the fucking work, like you're good, dude. Like you, you can do whatever you want. And yeah, I sacrificed a few things, you know. I, I sacrificed that safe job that that paid really well, that you know gave me good benefits, health insurance, all that for you know some my goals. And so, yeah, I truly believe if you want to do something great, you have to sacrifice a lot. But it's definitely worth it in the end. Damn. That was inspiring, man. It really was. It was. Wow. <laughs> just, I think, just your regular barista inspiring yeah. you to drink coffee. <laughs> well, and I think kind of drink coffee. It's just like how to live a life. Yeah, you know? man. And yeah, it's, it's how to approach things. Since so of like you chose what inspired you, you chose what kind of give you a spark, and you went for yeah. it. I think that's cool. There's... And I, I really do want to be updated on these things. Whenever stuff starts rolling, you know, a little bit more. When whenever you start getting your business and oh, all yeah, that, man. I mean, please let us know. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, so kind of continuing that same conversation, there's this guy that I follow on Twitter that's really big on the idea of like, you know, if you want something, you have to like kind of go for it. Um, and he uh, he talks about like whenever he was first starting out, he had worked as an engineer and he worked like on Air Force One, like on oh, wow. designing, like redesigning stuff like that. Um, and, you know, that's a very safe job. I mean, he was making hundreds of thousands a year, right? Um, but he quit that because he wanted to kind of grow his own businesses. And obviously it's going to take a while to kind of get to that point. Um, but one of the big kind of counters that a lot of people had was that people said that he, that you should not make your passion into a business because then you'll lose passion for it. And Mm -hmm. I agree with him in the sense that I don't necessarily agree with that at all. Um, I think that I think to really, you I, I think work-life balance is something that's very important. And I think a lot of people, you know, like with my job, like I have a very typical kind of eight to five Monday through Friday job. Yeah. And so I have a very big balance between what is work and what is life because otherwise I'm going to get burnt out. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, if you're able to find a position in life where you're able to work on your passion and like have income with that, I think that's an opportunity that you have to take. Um, yeah. Or that you know, not necessarily that you have to take, but I think that's a good opportunity for a lot of people um, because that allows them to be passionate about their work. I that do. being said, 
Uh, sorry. Uh, so that being said, I also think it's important for people to kind of understand that it's also able to, you're able to have a passion and not like make something like a business out of it. Agreed. And so I, I think people, I think it's, it's really important for people to kind of figure out, you know, what they want to do as far as like work related, you know, what's their passion there, but also understand that like, I, for example, I like like photography and stuff like that, but I'm not ever going to make a business out of that because I just, it's not something that I'm naturally talented at, but it's something I can go do off the side that allows me to be creative and personal and just something that I enjoy. For sure. And so I, it just allows me that opportunity to kind of have a disconnect. I agree with that more than like anything, bro. I, I think uh, a lot of people, you know, being an entrepreneur is very popular nowadays. But a lot of people don't realize, A, how much work it takes and B, like that it's not always like sunshine and roses. You know, it's 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 a lot of getting dirty and working and, you know, doing stuff you don't love to do so you can, you know, have that final product. Right. And I, I don't know, David, I know you don't know me as much, but I'm a psycho when it comes to work. Right. I will literally work nonstop every single day of my life until somebody tells me, hey, you should probably take a break. And so that knowing that I have that mindset really shows me that I have that work ethic to create a business and, and make it successful. Right. And I have the passion for it, but I do agree with you in the sense that, you know, you don't have to make your passion, your job, you know, having that nine to five job or whatever, and being able to do your passion on the weekends or when you get off, that's, that's incredible. And that's what a lot of people need to do. Right. Because, they don't have that mindset of I'm going to work, work, work. I love work. I love work. Like a lot of entrepreneurs do. And they just think, I just want to have a business in photography, you know, and think it's going to be really cool if I can make that my job until they actually start to do it. And they're editing nonstop for hours and hours and hours on end and going, Oh my God, I hate this. So, uh, Ryan, it cut out again. So last God. thing we heard was editing God. nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all I'm saying is it's it's a lot of work and a lot of people it's it's cool on the outside, but on the inside. And when you're actually doing it, it, it if you don't love to work, you're never going to be successful. I feel that, man. You know, gotcha. absolutely. And when, when looking with those kind of things, too, it's like some people, you know, it's interesting to kind of find because some people want to have that ability to just like um you know, push their passion, push the project, push whatever they're trying, they're trying to do, have that business. Not everyone's made up to be an entrepreneur. Not, yeah. Some people literally might, like their happiness might be the, you know, the quote unquote, like safe job. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And, and it's, I don't know, it's interesting to kind of find and see how people perceive their own kind of success, their own kind of like, like grandeur. And because I, yeah. I, I lean more in your side of it where it's like, hey, let's let's fight for something more, let's fight for something special. But there is a uh, a it's it's really cool observing people and seeing their different um, I don't know motivations towards towards success or the different definitions of success. Yeah, hundred percent. Completely agree with that. I think you can be if you're happy in your nine to five job or whatever, don't change it. Do what you love on the weekends. Do what you love in the evenings. Don't ever think just because it looks pretty online that you should go and achieve that. Right. Don't, don't leave your happiness for something that you don't even realize anything. Don't, that you don't even know anything about. 
Mm. And, and I think that's one of the most important things is knowing yourself and, and finding that, like that balance, like Colby was talking about earlier, that work-life balance and, you know, being able to get home and having a job where you're able to come home and play Call of Duty with your friends later because that's what you love to do, right? And I think that's, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. I like I like that conversation a lot, and I yeah. I have I mean, that conversation with a lot of coworkers and whatever. It's pretty great. To to quote the man Drake himself, you know, on the song "Know Yourself," you have to know yourself, or you'll be running through the six with your woes. Oh my gosh! Oh uh, man, David. Yes. I hate to break some news to you. Oh no. But it's about that time. Oh no. Do we start panicking? Do we start stressing out? Start stressing? Oh, bro, I've been stressed my entire life. Ryan, do we start stressing? I don't know, man. I I don't know what's going on. What's going on here? So flipping out. Here's the thing, Ryan: is we we generally keep these about an hour. We don't have a way to close them. (laughs) Okay. We haven't figured that out. Um, Nice. Um. So. Um. Okay, we're we're musically minded people. We can come up with a jingle, surely, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'll be the. I'll be or the we base. can abruptly close it again. This is true. This is true. We should abruptly close. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Can That's we do that for funny. like? Can we do that for every podcast?